Hey, it's Garbage Brain University. I'm Drew Toothpaste. I'm Natalie B. Today, we are talking about... Cereal! Natalie, what is cereal? It is a traditional breakfast food made from processed cereal grains, and it is eaten primarily in Western societies. So cereal is made from cereal. Cereal grains. So what's a cereal grain? Like rice or wheat or corn or millet. Oh, millet. The famous cereal grain that we all love to eat for breakfast. (laughs) You know where you could have millet for breakfast, Natalie? A (laughs) birdcage? That's right. A birdcage in Harlem Township, Delaware County, Ohio. There are sponsors for this and many other episodes. They love millet there. They do love millet. And... I couldn't put it better than David Globetrotter of the Harlem Township Globetrotters. (laughs) When he He said, He loves millet too. When I'm trying to spin the ball, there's nothing I love more than millet so I can get out there and kill it. (laughs) So thanks. It gets stuck in your teeth. (laughs) It gets gets stuck in your teeth. I like them. They're the only ones that believe in us. It's like my favorite township. So if you're talking strictly about people eating cereal grains, they've been doing that forever. Yeah, because cereal grains are just like the seeds of different kinds of grass, right? Right. So when you eat cereal, you're like cowing out. The first cereal was when uh, some guy found some oats and he put it in a pot and he boiled it until it was soft enough for him to chew on it and then he went to town. Yeah, and who can blame him? I like to go to town on some oats. There was not, at the time, there was not very much food around. So the idea that out of, you know, the wilderness that you're used to eating basically just animals and you're drinking river water you'll go through the forest and you'll eat just like one of a berry and you'll wait two hours and if you're not poisoned you'll like do martindale on it you'll eat two four eight right Mm -hmm. and so you're like living this life and you can only eat four berries for another two hours and then oatmeal you found it right that's a revelation you're a genius (laughs) like at that point i would be like fuck the poison berry game like i'm eating oatmeal from here on out (laughs) And then, tell me if I'm wrong, you get the oats from the oat grass, and then you take those and plant those, and those make more oats. Yeah, because that's how they go. I want to see what an oatmeal looks like before you do the stuff to it. They kind of look like little rices a little bit. They look like wheat or rice. Yeah, so when you have oatmeal, like the kind that you get at the store, if you're like a standard oatmeal person, and you're like, I'm going to get the most regular oatmeal... You're probably going to get the rolled oats where they squish them out into like little discs. And then it's like partially cooked. So that way when you cook it, it doesn't take take as long. Parboiled. Is that what they do? Yeah. So they cook it and they squash it so that you can make it in your microwave. And it, otherwise you'd have to use like a rice cooker, right? Right. And then also if, you are, if you're like, I'm fancy, I'm going to get the fancy oats. They have the ones that are like the unsquished ones. And then they're like chopped up in little bits. Oh, is that steel cut? Yeah. Are those supposed to be better, or is it just harder to prepare so people think they're more special? I don't know. I've had both of them. They're it's, both oatmeal to me. I, the, the chopped up one has like a different texture to it. It's like a it's like a finer texture, but it's like chewier. I like oatmeal across the board. I will take oatmeal any way you'll give it to me. 
I will take the little brown packets of oatmeal where it's half sugar. I can't eat those anymore because I really like oatmeal a lot. And that kind of oatmeal is just like not for me. We've talked about this before. I'll literally eat anything. I will fucking wreck a box of peaches and cream Quaker oatmeal. That stuff is like all sugar. And so I don't, and it's like mushy. It's gluey. But I'll st- I still like it. But I would it, prefer to make my own oatmeal. Like there was a period in my life uh, where I was having a very bad food time. I was not like seriously overweight. I was like the same amount overweight as I am now, but I was like tired all the time and I would just constantly have headaches. I'd have a headache like every single day and I just felt miserable all the time. And I was like, man, you know, shitty day today. I was tired all day. I just kept falling asleep in school, kept falling asleep at work. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take four oatmeal packets and just because I'm so tired and I don't like myself, I'm going to just put them all in a big mixing bowl and I'm going to put in water and I'm just going to eat it cold. (laughs) You were still eating cold oatmeal when I met you. Yeah. (laughs) You were like a ray of sunshine in my life. And now I cook my oatmeal. Among other improvements. When I met you, you said you didn't like food. <laughs> it's true. I was in I was in a different place. One time because I had always had websites and blogs, one time, uh, like in the 90s or 2001 or something like that, somebody saw my website and it was just a website I made. Because you would just type in HTML and it would just go on a site and somebody would go to your page. That used to be like how it worked. And somebody went onto my page and they mailed me and they're like, hey. And I was like, what's up? And then they're like, can I send you something? And I was like, feel free. And they're like, I'm going to need your address. So I sent them my address and I get my mail one day and it's a big bag of just the breads that they put on ice cream sandwiches. (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) You better believe I ate them all. I ate those breads too. Did you? (laughs) Yeah, I did. That was back in the day when neither of us had any money and you had one fork. (laughs) (laughs) But you liked food. You just didn't have any. Right, right. (laughs) That was like back in my like cracker days. Their, like, vast spans of, like, my life where all I remember is drinking Diet Coke and eating saltines. So you were like, ooh, brown, sweet, large saltines? These are great. (laughs) No ice cream. No thank you. (laughs) Can you get a big box of those? It will last you a minute. Once you came over, I lived in an apartment at the time, the one where the roof was leaking. And uh, you came over to my apartment and you opened my fridge, and I had like 27 containers of hummus in there. Yep. And you were like, hummus much? <laughs> and I remember thinking, I know for sure people had seen my hummus. <laughs> like, I wasn't, I wasn't hiding it from anybody. And I've always been like, you know, come over my shitty little apartment or whatever. I, you know, just chill with people because that's just what I always do for fun is just like sit in like my place or somebody else's place. Just like sit for a few hours, right? (laughs) I distinctly remember having the thought like, hmm, is having this much hummus wrong? (laughs) I think I'm doing something wrong. (laughs) 
the only thing in your fridge. Well. Like, literally the only thing. You had that, and you had um, a bag of taquitos from Trader Joe's. <laughs> but those were in the freezer. Yeah, that's the only other thing that was in the, in the whole operation. At some point, you were like, do you want to learn how to cook? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what for. <laughs> no, I fed you a, a meal that I cooked. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess that food's okay. <laughs> I think that's I think that's what happened is you cooked me something just incredibly basic. You were like, "Come over and and I'll cook you this stuff." And I was like, "Okay, fine. I guess I have to eat later today, so why not?" <laughs> I will fulfill my nutritional needs for this evening. And you made it, and I was like, "Wait, why is this so good?" And you're like, "I made it." And I was like, "Yeah, but the taste of it." <laughs> he never had anything good before. <laughs> I never had much money. The places where I would go in Cincinnati were just, a lot of them were just based on cost and a lot of them were based on like what people I knew wanted to eat. I would go places like in Cincinnati, I would go to Skyline Chili. I went when I was in high school in college, I went on multiple dates to Skyline Chili. (laughs) Nice. One time I went to Skyline Chili uh, by the way, one of the highlights of that is the oyster crackers they get. They tried to change the oyster crackers at one point, and people rebelled. People sent in, like, a change.org petition. It had, like, <laughs> 70,000 signers, and they were like, quit fucking up the oyster crackers. <laughs> so, like, if the highlight of your restaurant is the free crackers, maybe that means it's not that great. Right. But that was the caliber of the food I used to eat. And then you're like, why don't you be a foodie? And I was like... I didn't say, why don't you be a foodie? I said, why don't you learn how to cook eggs? (laughs) (laughs) I introduced you to, like, making a grilled cheese sandwich. That's You're skipping ahead a few years, but... (laughs) I was never... So I was never a big milk and cereal head. No, I was just going to say, like, did you ever branch into just eating cereal? I never eat cereal because whenever I eat it, it's like I'm hungry in 15 minutes. And so to me, it seems like a waste. Like, I should just have one thing. My dad had uh, diabetes, so he would always have, like, cereal in cases of Reese's Cups around the house and stuff. I don't think that's common for most diabetics. No, uh, (laughs) generally not what you're supposed to do, but uh, what are you going to (laughs) do? Uh, but so I would just like, if it was around, I would eat it like, sure, why not? And I never bought my own like milk and cereal. As soon as I was not in the environment, I just never wanted that to have. I went to college, moved into the dorms, went down to the dining hall. And I remember there was like a big group of us and our RA brought us all down to the cafeteria and he was like, you can pick out anything you want. Like that's the implication. He's like, look at this. And to this, this was like the most amazing thing to him. He was like, look at the cereal. He's like, you can just get cereal. He's like, if you want cereal for dinner, you can have cereal for dinner. And everybody was like, yes. (laughs) Like pumping their fists. And I remember looking at it. And I was, when I started college, I was 17, due to like an error in the numbering system, I guess. I remember looking at everybody else and looking at my RA and looking at the cereal. And I remember thinking, cereal's for babies. (laughs) I never ate the school cereal. I don't think I ever ate the school cereal either. 
You had to crank the knob. Yeah, it's in the big, tall container. It's like a bulk bin. I remember it as being three or four feet tall. There was a generic Cheerio and a generic Lucky Charm and a generic, like, Frosted oh, Flake. And Ohio State, ours was brand new. Big money, big right. boy cereal. Right. Did they put, like, the current star athlete on the Wheaties container so you knew who it was? I wouldn't know who that guy is anyway. So branded, it would be, like, Apple Jacks. Rice Krispies. Oh, right. That was a big one. Cheerios. I was thinking about it and I was thinking like, was it that or was it like Toasted Pops brought to you by Ford? (laughs) Like getting external sponsorships for your cereal. Right, right. No, it wasn't. I'm sure that the cereal was comped. That was the sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, you get these you get these little piggies hooked on the Rice Krispies, and they'll be General Mills for life, baby. Yeah, ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> if you can read this, snap, crackle, and pop fell off. Uh, so a lot of companies promote their products as being healthy because they are oat-based or high-fiber and this and that. But in general, cereal is not good for you. And even when they fortify it, it's still like not that good for you. Essentially, it's all carbohydrates, and it's all been like bleached and squashed and cooked and processed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so it's like quick digest carbohydrates. Right. And then a lot of them also are covered in sugar. <laughs> Which is also an issue. And then they they cover everything in sugar and then market it to children. Classic combo. And then they beat them in with toys in the box. Uh, You know, by the time we were kids, I think the toys in the box had already devolved to be like, I don't want the toys. Do they still do toys in the box? I have no idea. I haven't seen our kid pull a toy out of a box of cereal. They may have outlawed it. Yeah, I don't know. We should look it up. Do they still have toys in the cereal box? Do they have toys in cereal boxes? Occasionally, but not very often anymore. It's an expensive promotion, and cereal manufacturers have figured out cheaper ways to entice children. That's according to Cora, which is the first result of my Bing search. So thanks, Cora. So, between 1970 and 1998, the number of different kinds of cereal in the United States doubled from 160 to 340. Recently, when they assessed how many brands of cereal there were, now there are 4,945. And that is basically mostly due to people needing, like, special cereals and, like, ordering online and stuff like that. I had to get the cereal that's made of meat. I keep seeing that's like a Facebook ad. I'm not going to name them, unlike Harlem Township, because they've not given us any promotional consideration. (laughs) But there's one that claims that it's just made out of protein. But I don't think it's meat. I I want meat puffs. Those are called pork rinds. But I want them made out of beef. Can you have beef rinds? I want you to take the beef of the the meat... (laughs) And I want you to put it, I want you to somehow dehydrate it and then rehydrate it and then puff it up like like a Rice Krispie. Like a chicharron. Right. It'd be called the beefaron. <laughs> the meat of the beef. I call it breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody who makes breakfast 
proteiny cereal, they use whey or pea protein or something like that. You understand. It has to be the beef, baby. Anyway, breakfast cereals have a profit margin of 40 to 45%. They've had a pretty steady trajectory with growth until recently. And people haven't been really eating cereal as much anymore because of carbs. And also people aren't eating dairy as much. Right. People are finally coming to the realization that just eating sugar milk is not like optimum. <laughs> like I said, I can't eat cereal. Like if I have it for breakfast, I get hungry in like 15 minutes. Also, I could fucking wreck a box of fucking Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> I can destroy it. And that's not an addition I need in my diet. Like, I can live without it, and I know that I can't have it in my life without being irresponsible with it. Yeah, it's good to know your limits. Mm -hmm. You know, something that Natalie made a few years ago that I still, obviously, I feel like I've mentioned it on here before, and it's just one of the few things that I'm like, we can never do that again. It's basically a Rice Krispie treat made with marshmallows and butter but instead of Rice Krispies, you use Fruity Pebbles. Hey, they're fucking awesome. <laughs> it's insanely good. It's delicious. It simultaneously triggers the part of your brain that deals with novelty because you're like, I haven't had this before. And then you're like, this was like homemade in an experimental fashion. Like this is foodie. And then another part of your brain is like, this is what I would have at Meemaw's house. <laughs> best stuff is like if you could picture it at Meemaw's house <laughs> you know it's gonna be good <laughs> so if you're a if you're a home cook and your body can tolerate like massive infusions of sugar <laughs> fruity pebble rice crispy treats they're the fucking tits i we went to philadelphia that one time and they had the donuts with the fruity pebbles all over them Whenever I have the option to get Fruity Pebbles on something, I will always take the suggestion. The other thing I remember about Fruity Pebbles is you got a large, really colorful tattoo on your arm a few years ago. The scabs would flake off, and you kept showing them to me because they were all different colors. And they look like Fruity Pebbles. And you kept calling them Hell Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> <laughs> it was a large, it was like half your arm or something. Mm -hmm. It was a large tattoo. And I was allergic to some of the ink, so it was like gross. You were really shedding like a lot of bodily tissue. <laughs> right. Because I was having all kinds of, I had a bunch of like allergic reactions to the ink and I had to keep on getting certain areas redone over and over. And when it would reject, like everything would come out. Layer of skin and like lymph and stuff, right? And all the ink. <laughs> And so you get the whole thing. It was gross. <laughs> <laughs> I have like a quiz. I have two quizzes for you today, but I got a quiz. Quiz, quiz, quiz. Thank you. That was a new one. That was a new jam. I want you to name all the different Lucky Charms marshmallows. How many are there? Ten. Ten? Yeah. So they changed them. Yeah. They've changed over time. Uh-huh. I'm going to go with... Wait, no, there's nine because I had one of them listed twice. I'm going to go with red hearts. They're, they're pink hearts because they're made of marshmallows. Pink hearts. Because there's a red one and there's a pink one. And Well, what is... Oh, you can't tell me. I can't God tell damn you. damn it. <laughs> you almost had me. What is... <laughs> 
what is red in Lucky Charms but the looming specter of the Irishman used as a mascot? <laughs> Top of the morning. Yeah, that's not even what Luck of the Irish meant, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it looked good on the box. Let's see Blue Diamonds. <laughs> blue Diamonds. Get some. God, yellow something and green clovers. Green clovers. Is it yellow moons? So yellow those moons. those are the those are the four classic lucky charms, right? Yeah, we got a bunch more. God bless. So there's five more mm-hmm. lucky charms. So this here is the actual luck of the Irish. I didn't actually I actually took out all the ones that were like limited limited time only marshmallows. I didn't include those ones. The black bandana for Antifa. <laughs> yeah. Limited time. Marsh is Antifa month. Celebrate your favorite Antifa. I can't ever see that word without thinking about Beavis going Antifa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Now I'm not going to be able to either. (laughs) Do you have direct action? (laughs) All of this distracting from the fact that I only know four of the nine Lucky Charms. (laughs) There's a fucking, (laughs) is there a fucking rainbow? Rainbow. Is it a rainbow colored rainbow? Yep, rainbow. See, I was going off of the old commercial where you named the color in the shape. A rainbow, you would have to say rainbow, rainbow. Mm -hmm. What other colors are there? Purple? God, what the hell's purple? Is um, Is there a pot of gold? Because of the whole leprechaun theme? I, 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 You're going to give me a very weak... I'm going to give it to you, um, but I'm going to have to add it to the list because that was like a limited time one. I was just assuming. That was a total guess, by the way. Well, I want to give you credit for getting one right, even though it was on the quiz. I was trying to make it easier for you. You guessed one of the hard ones. You still have to guess five, though. I really am unfortunately clueless. If I start guessing, I'm just going to say stuff that gets me in trouble, such as the troubles. <laughs> so let's let's stop there. I think half. I think five out of ten. You got one, two, three, four, five, six out of ten. You got a 60%. Let's hear. What did I miss? Uh, orange stars, purple horseshoes, red balloons, and blue moons. Lucky Charms marshmallows, not that good. Do they taste different or is that, I can't remember if that's Lucky Charms or Fruity Pebbles. One of those, all of the little colors of it taste the same. No, that's tricks. It's tricks. Yeah, it's tricks. Or it's also Fruit Loops. How are those different? And Fruity Pebbles. Are tricks and Fruit Loops different? Like they're just colored O's, right? Yeah, well, one's, still, one's a circle and one's a hoop. A hoop and a loop? <laughs> a s- one is shaped like a hoop. And one is shaped like a sphere. Oh, okay. A sphere. And then fruity pebbles are flakes. I was like, a hoop is also a circle. (laughs) Yeah, fruity pebbles are small, delicate flakes. Mm -hmm. Did you know that the modern cereal game started in Ohio? Really? Yep. The first guy who got down to business starting a cereal company was... A dude named Ferdinand Schumacher, who was from Akron, Ohio. And when he started his company, you know what it was? General Mills. He founded the company. It was called the German Mills American Oatmeal Company originally. And they were the first commercial oatmeal manufacturer. And so they mostly dealt in oatmeal. Yeah. 
the most common tale about the beginning of Serial is the guy who didn't want people to masturbate. But that's not true. Number one, it started in Ohio. And number two, it was just about making some good oatmeal. The guy who was crazy about controlling your hand and your stuff came later. Right, right. So he had, in 1877, he registered the Quaker symbol. And that was the first registered trademark for a breakfast cereal. And then the fact that this guy was doing really brisk business selling what people, to them, it was horse food. So all these people saw this guy selling horse food to people and making a bunch of money at it. Mm-hmm. And then they all decided that they were going to have cereal too. They were going to make cereal products also. Because that's cheap to make. For a food product, 40 or 45% is a big profit margin for a food product, right? Right, right. But that was back then... Back then, they didn't have packaging. They didn't have any of that stuff. They had their oatmeal company, but you would buy it and they would scoop it out for you. I'm saying that their profit margin was probably a lot higher because they didn't have packaging. Oh, right. They were selling loose oats, baby. Lucy's. Yeah. (laughs) Let me get one oat. Can I get an oat? (laughs) So if you show up without your burlap sack... Sorry, you only can take what you can keep in your pockets. You're taking pocket oats home. <laughs> yep. Um, that would be such a great phrase, like, that boy's got nothing but pocket oats. <laughs> Not even a bag to put your oats in. You're a sad sack. <laughs> <laughs> the Kellogg guy was from Battle Creek, Michigan. And that whole area was like a population center for Seventh-day Adventists. So it was like a real religious scene up there. They had a sanatorium where they had like all the rich people would come and they'd be like, we're going to heal you. And then they would just like put them on like a hippie diet. Oh, okay. And then they would just like sit out in the yard or whatever. That kind of thing where they would give you an air bath or something. Yeah, they would give them enemas. (laughs) Man, that guy was a freak. And they weren't allowed to drink or smoke or have coffee or tea. Um, they had to exercise. Their diet was strictly vegetarian. Yeah. They had enemas. They just did their thing. And they thought that it was curing them from whatever their problem was. They made people exercise a lot. They made them stop drinking. Then they regulated their diet. And then the people are like, wow, I feel a lot better. Could it be like the exercise in that I don't drink like a barrel of gin every night? And the guy's like, actually, it was the cereal, which you can buy. <laughs> well, he invented cornflakes. Yeah, one of the worst cereals. That's not, that's not the best. So he originally was experimenting with wheat, and then he landed on the corn. He just made it as something to supplement their diets with there. And people liked it, I guess. Kellogg's was the first guy to put cereal in boxes. And it was like a sanitary thing. It's like he wanted his his cereal to seem cleaner than the other cereals. Now, at the time, it was just the loose cereal inside a box. There was not like a plastic bag inside of it. No, there. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't imagine so. But before Kellogg's put it in the box, it was just like in a barrel, I imagine. No, I was just asking, like, it, was it like inside of a gossamer silk bag? Was it like an? I think ups- it was just loose in the box. After you emptied it out, it was a delicately folded handkerchief that you could, like, refold and tuck into your jacket pocket. <laughs> your pocket cereal. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't think it was that, no. There's a whole bunch of stuff with Kellogg. He was a weirdo. He didn't want you to masturbate and this and that. He made you do enemas. But, like, we've all seen the road to Wellville, and I'm going to move on. After World War II, people got into eating cereal more. Like, it was around, but it wasn't, like, a thing that everyone had. The first real popular cereal was Wheaties. Really? Around the same time, they also started to market cereal to children. Because of their dietary beliefs back then, like their ideas of how things went, they removed all of the fiber out of the flour because they thought that the fiber would impede your ability to digest it. It was at that point they took all the fiber out of everything and they started adding a whole bunch of sugar to it because they were marketing it to children. Okay. And so they just like flipped the switch and like, let's make crap now. Instead of having a box of like very lightly processed grain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because oatmeal, part of the deal with oatmeal is that it has fiber. It has soluble fiber and insoluble fiber in it. And it's generally good for you to eat. Right, right. But it was like they took wheat and they were like, how can we make this as poisonous to the body as possible? All right, let's bleach it. Second off, um, let's take out all the fiber. Take all of it off. Just leave <laughs> like the extremely like carby, like non-fibrous part. All right, and then we're going to completely candy it. Just soak it in sugar water. Right. So the first... Kid cereal that was marketed to kids and it was made for kids and being like, hey, children, this is cereal for children. Like before they were adding sugar and stuff because kids were eating it. They're like, let's just market to them and just forget about the adults eating it. And so they're like, okay, first one, Ranger Joe. Ranger Joe? Right. It was like rice, it was like a cross between Rice Krispies and those smacks, those honey smacks, or whatever the fuck they call them. Sugar smacks, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're like Rice Krispies, but just like coated in sugar. Like a film of sticky sugar, yeah. There's probably some degenerate boomer out there right now, like on eBay, paying like $2,300 for a box of it. Ranger Joe's came out in 1939. There's probably some degenerate member of the greatest generation. <laughs> <laughs> In the nursing home, like, frantically trying to find the last insanely stale box of Ranger Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Smacks then came out in 1953, which were just a ripoff of Ranger Joe, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Sugar Smacks, when they came out, were 56% sugar by weight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that's why... That's why they transitioned to just being called, like, smacks, right? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> back, I mean, back then, those were the days where they would run ads and they'd be like, sugar, it's pure energy. Try it, dumbass. Yeah, right. Have you considered getting all sugar buzzy? It gets you through your day. I remember I read some book where they were talking about in, like, the 20s and 30s, the nutrition recommendations that were suggested to people who were like in certain age groups and they suggested that for lunch you can just go out and get an ice cream sundae yeah like that was like that was like a thing you would do for lunch just like you know get a bunch of sugar calories get a bunch of fat calories and you know get back to work sister get pepped up and go back to the factory <laughs> Pop That's... out and have a fucking peanut buster parfait and then get back to work. <laughs> it's factory fuel. <laughs> Head back to your day at the General Motors plant in Detroit and contemplate on how this will last forever. <laughs> 
in 2017, Americans purchased 3.1 billion boxes of cereal, and most of them were ready-to-eat cold cereal. So what we typically think of as cereal, like a box of honeycomb or something. Yeah, right. Honeycomb are fucking good, too. I should make some Rice Krispie treats out of those. Yeah, you don't have to whisper. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want people to hear. (laughs) That's my secret. Don't do it. You know it would be the worst Rice Krispie treats. Shredded wheat. You think so? Were you never a shredded wheat head? I like shredded wheat, but I think it would make a bad Rice Krispie Treat. You should make Rice Krispie Treat out of grape nuts. That'd be weird. Extremely crunchy. (laughs) Very weird, yeah. You would break your... We would have to end up taking you to the dentist after that one, I think. No, because it would be all melted in with marshmallow sugar. (laughs) That's the other good thing for chewing on. Melted sugar. Uh, 88% of the total number of cereal purchases were cold cereal. It was about $9.8 billion. That's how big the market is. Kellogg's and General Mills at the time were at a 30% loss of market share because of people not eating cereal as much and not drinking milk. So here I have a... Another quiz. It's when we do two quizzes. All right, hit me. I want you to guess the most popular breakfast cereals. I have a list of 19 of them. And are we talking all cold cereal? Mm -hmm. Crispy cereal, some milk, your mom yelling at you to get ready for school, you spacing out, reading the back of the box of Cheerios. Cheerios is number one. It's all downhill from here, baby. You know why Cheerios is number one? Because you would never hand a brick of shredded wheat to a baby. Cheerios are also baby food because babies love to pick up one Cheerio at a time and examine it and gum it to death. (laughs) And if you give them like 27 Cheerios, you've bought yourself an hour. Right. You know who also loves Cheerios? Dogs. Dogs like everything though, except for like lettuce. I had a dog once that tried to eat a lime for like 15 minutes. He would go in and take a bite and then he would step back and he would be like, what the fuck is that? And then he'd pause and he'd lose track of what he was doing and he'd be like, oh, sick. I wonder if that's food. <laughs> like over and over, like a, like a goldfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a goldfish trying to eat a lime. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to say Frosted Flakes. Three. Number three. Number three. It's a classic. Let's see checks. Nope. No, really? People must mostly use that for the mix. Mm -hmm. Checks is one of the ones I like. I bet you a checks rice krispie treat would be good. Checks rice krispie treat might be really great. Yeah. Especially if you put Worcestershire on it. Because that's when you make checks mix, you put one drop of it in there. I like it plain though. Let's hear it for Raisin Bran. Is Raisin Bran on the top list? Raisin Bran is on the list. Raisin Bran is number 16. It's underrated. I think raisins are underrated in general. I've I never, love Raisin Bran. I've never understood people who are terrified of raisins. I love raisins. I put Raisin Bran up there with Fruity Pebbles, honestly. That's like a food I can't have in the house because I will just I will eat nothing but Raisin Bran for as long as we have a box of it. I feel like I'm kneecapping myself. I basically only watch commercials at the gym. So all I see is like injections where it's called like Zexalumabab. And it's like, don't (laughs) take Zexalumabab if you've ever had diarrhea. (laughs) Show me commercials about 
cereals. So I'll do better at my job. <laughs> These are all like very standard cereals that there's nothing real exotic on it. Let's see Lucky Charms. Is that? Number six. Number six. Okay. Official cereal of Ireland. <laughs> no, no comment. How about the famous cornflakes? Cornflakes is number 19, which is the absolute lowest Good. spot. Fuck cornflakes. Who buys cornflakes? Lowest spot. Like, whatever. Enjoy your cornflakes, buddy. If you like it, that's fine. I just don't see it. And I know this is not on the list, but my favorite, if I had to pick a cereal, it's the one where it's squares, but the squares is hollow. Cinnamon Square Crisp or something. I don't know what the fuck it's called. I've had it. I know what it is. Hold on. I'm looking it up. <laughs> They're like little candies, but it looks like it's a digestive aid. So your oatmeal squares. It looks like it's for your bowel health, so your kid will never take them and eat them. No, it's not called oatmeal squares. Crackling oat bran. Yeah, crackling oat bran. It's not on the list. It doesn't crackle. <laughs> but I know they had to come up with a special title because, like, digestive oat bran squares would not make the grade, but they've got a little cinnamon in them. They're a delight. Maybe they have a little molasses. Yeah, they're good. They're not on the list, though, because people are Philistines. Uh, I already did the tiger, which is Frosted Flakes. There's one that's a toucan, and I don't remember what that is. It's like Happy Jacks or something. I don't remember. You guessed Raisin Bran, didn't you? I guessed Raisin Bran. Okay. Was the toucan Raisin Bran? No. But I forgot to exit out. Well, that would rhyme. That would make a lot more sense. <laughs> we talked Fruit Loops. I'm going to have to go with Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops are number seven on the list. Really? Uh-huh. That's surprisingly high ranking. Yeah. I'm visualizing. I'm going into my mind map, and I'm entering Giant Eagle, and I'm walking past all of the diapers so I can get to cereal, and I'm just envisioning it in my mind. And it's just like a blank. It's like all I can see is I'm getting the Cracklin' Oat brand. Or you're getting Fiber One. I won't eat anything unless it's like mirror image cereal. It's like all fiber, no sugar. <laughs> the byproduct of making the other cereal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no wheat, all chaff. I just... <laughs> And just want the rough shit. <laughs> and if you think I'm going to pour cow milk all over that, you're crazy. It's some kind of derivative of squished cashews. <laughs> I'm just going to eat it dry. <laughs> I might eat it. I might eat it dry. I'm going to eat it dry with a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cheerios is number one because that encompasses all the Cheerios. Does that include no. Honey Nut Cheerios? No, it does not. It doesn't include Honey Nut? Right. Honey Nut is like sugar Cheerios. Right. So is that not on the list, Honey Nut Cheerios? It is. It's number two on the list. So Cheerios is number one and number two. Honey Nut Cheerios are the superior Cheerios, if you ask me. I Because they're soaked in sugar. They're delicious. There's no honey and no nut. They're delicious, though. I feel like if you just do something like that, I feel like that's a cheat code. Yeah, like, yo, you convinced my brainstem that this is edible. Like, good job. <laughs> my brain's like, mmm, it's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need... Glycogen. Listen up. I'm driving this thing. <laughs> I need all kinds of glycogen for me to not process dopamine right. <laughs> <laughs> listen. Listen. 
I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to tuck some of this in your liver. <laughs> right. Right. No biggie. I might need it later. Yeah. <laughs> you need energy, right? I'll just store this. <laughs> what if you need this energy later? Free when energy. <laughs> <laughs> what if you don't have any cereal where you're going later? You'll need to eat this glycogen. What if this is the last box of cereal and you're not going to have cereal for a really long time? Uh, famous, hopefully popular cereal I left out. Rice Krispies. Number 13. I'm not a cereal head. The only cereal where I feel like I want to eat it. Maybe it's because I only put like medicinal vegetarian fake milk on it. <laughs> it should be called hard oat brown. <laughs> it should be called squares with a Z. By the way, so there used to be a cereal, maybe it still exists, called Crispix. And it was an intentionally very crispy cereal. However, they processed the grains in the factory was somewhat different. Well, there was a store brand of this that had my favorite cereal name of all time. Do you know what it is? I might, but I'm gonna let it's you- It's right on the tip of your tongue? No, I, I know, but I'm gonna let you say it because it's your favorite. It's Crispy Hexagons. <laughs> crispy Hexagons is so perfectly literal. It is, it wins my award. It may not be in the top 19, but it wins my award for my favorite cereal name of all time. Right. And it's great because it's like, for those who like this unpopular cereal but don't want to pay the big bucks. Oh, I still got some more cereals for you to guess. Ow! God, there's so many shapes that could be crispy. I don't know where to go next. Cocoa Puffs, is that the toucan? Cocoa Puffs is not on the list, and it's not the toucan. God damn it. Is the toucan Fruit Loops? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I said fruit loops. I guess it, yeah. I think it's because the toucan is a colorful creature, and it represents all of the chemical dyes in fruit loops. And toucans eat fruit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't think they do. Maybe they do. I don't know. I think toucans exclusively eat smaller birds. We don't know. We've not done that episode yet. I'm sure they have some secrets. The secrets of the toucan. <laughs> what about shredded wheat? Is that the name of frosted? Frosted mini wheats and shredded wheat are two different cereals. Frosted mini wheats are the little ones that are frosted. The shredded wheat are like big honking fuckers. The giant dad bricks. Yeah. And you really have to commit because you have to eat a whole brick. I love I love that cereal. I love the fucking the unseasoned wheat <laughs> strings. <laughs> do you really I, love I really it? I really do. I really love it. Yeah. Frosted mini wheats might be on the top list because it explicitly has sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like them. I like them. Those old great grandma ones. Uh, they come in a paper pouch. It's taken discussing cereal this long for me to remember. Count Chocula is that on the list? No. That was one. That was like part of the trio of mm-hmm. cryptid cereals, right? No, yeah, none of those are on the list at all. The vampire, the Frankenstein, and what was Booberry? Who? What was on that? Just a blue ghost. A ghost. Just the least inspiring of the trio in terms of the mascot. Because he's the coolest. What's one. the corn? <laughs> what, cornflake doesn't have a mascot, does it? It has a rooster on it. And the rooster does not masturbate. <laughs> What's left in the world? I mean, you can't tell me clearly. <laughs> no, I can't. How about life? Number nine. 
I'm not, I'm still not sure what life is. Is that rice? It looks like a Chex. It looks like a Chex, but it's a Chex that's like filled with a shredded wheat. The inside of it is filled? It's like if, if you break it in half, there's like a layer of looseness inside of it. Like they put broken life inside of the other life. Like the way they make Kit Kats. Yeah, something like that. Um, it is made of oats, soy protein concentrate sodium cassianate and sugar i mean philosophically the question of is life filled with broken life and the answer <laughs> to that is clearly sure. clearly yes i guess it's different for everybody uh, you don't know how the story ends until you close the book i think i've named literally every cereal brand that i know of i'm sure i missed some important ones how many did i get um you got Ten and you got four wrong, so that's about a C or a D. Okay. What did I miss? Which cereals did I miss? Um. Okay. I'm gonna read the whole list because I think it's interesting. Number one is Cheerios. Number two is Honey Nut Cheerios. Number three is Frosted Flakes. Number four is Honey Bunches of Oats, which I don't like. I don't know that I've ever had that. Isn't what that does good? it look like? It's like flakes, and then it has like little wads of oats. Wads of anything doesn't sound appetizing. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch is number five. Lucky Charms is six. Fruit Loops is seven. Frosted Mini Weeds is eight. Life is nine. Ten is Fruity Pebbles. You talked about my Fruity Pebbles and you didn't even guess them. I didn't think that that would be popular. I just thought it was... It's number ten. One of the best. <laughs> think about a mouthful of Fruity Pebbles right now. Raisin Bran at number 11. Special K at number 12. Rice Krispies, 13. 14 is Special K Red Berries. Special K with two entries. I don't think I've ever eaten that cereal. I've had Special K before. What is it? It's like flakes, but they're like extra fortified and like a diet thing. I don't know. Uh, number 15 is Reese's Puffs, which is fucking disgusting. Reese's Puffs? Yeah. That's not a classic cereal. Yeah. Uh, number 16 is Raisin Bran Crunch, which is, I guess, the Raisin Bran equivalent to Honey Bunches of Oats, where it has wads of stuff in it that's crunchy. Okay. Uh, number 17 is Captain Crunch with Crunchberries. Captain Crunch with Crunchberries. So even if I had said Captain Crunch. I may have been feeling benevolent, but. Yeah. I'd... Finish out the list, and then I'm going to tell number you. Number my... 18, Apple Jacks. My child told me the other day that Apple Jacks was her favorite cereal, and I just was like, what? Where did that come from? I don't know. You think she maybe ate some somewhere? She has this thing she'll do, and she'll charm her way into doing stuff, which, like, I just never considered myself as being charming. So I just <laughs> never assumed I could ask people for something and they would do it for me. But she will walk into somebody's house and start walking around. She'll be like, got any cereal? Somebody will make her a bowl of cereal. <laughs> My theory is that she was just like wandering around somebody's house and she's like, what kind of cereal you got? And they like showed her the whole selection. She was like, Apple Jacks, huh? I'll have a bowl of that. <laughs> you know what the story actually is of why she likes it? Remember when she was a little kid and I would get a bag of Skittles and I would always joke about how she's not even going to realize that there are red Skittles in the bag because I don't give them to her. Those are mine. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think the reason she likes Apple Jacks is because we will periodically get those multi-packs of cereal. Oh, the little tiny boxes. Yeah. And I will never eat the Apple Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's a much that's a much better explanation. Well, than she'd me. actually told me this like a while ago, and then the other day I was at the grocery store. I was like, I'm gonna get her some apple jacks. I guess that's her shit. I think 
I think you got it for her. And she walked in to the kitchen. I heard her from the other room. She's like, oh, Apple Jacks. I thought these were out of print. <laughs> She's like, thank you. Like, thank you for buying me the 18th most popular cereal in America. <laughs> I like when she asks, she acts like Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all you have to do is say you want it, and we, I mean. It's like, what, it's like $5. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, I'm sorry that you've been stuck with these Eggos this whole time. <laughs> I didn't realize you had such an Applejack-sized hole in your life. <laughs> um, so my, okay, so before we move on, I just want to say that in thinking about cereal, I think I've come up with my next million-dollar food idea. Oh, hit me. So previously, if you've not listened to all of our episodes, I've had such million-dollar food ideas as pre-mixed mashed potatoes and corn, the mashed potato equivalent of chunky peanut butter. (laughs) But if peanut butter had corns in it. Here's something I've thought about for at least 10 years, and I'm going to unleash it on the public. And every time I think about it, I've thought about it and I think, This is so good, like, I just need to move on this. This is my capitalist moment. And then, like, actually being a capitalist and, like, figuring out how to do it and having to do all the Shark Tank stuff, like, fuck that. Because I'm not going to – I'm not the guy in there with the little polo shirt and it's embroidered and it has my company on it. And I'm like, I live, eat, and breathe this company. There's nothing I love more than money. And the guy is like, well, how much have you sold? And you're like, I need your money to make more money. And they're like, now we're talking. So I'm not that guy. So I'll never do this. Maybe somebody will do this. And if you do this, you're probably a huge capitalist. So you probably won't give me anything for free. But fuck it. I don't care. That was the idea. (laughs) One time I got a trail mix and they did something fantastic. They had raisins in it, but some of the salt had rubbed off on the raisins. Salty raisins. And they were salty raisins. So one day I got, I may or may not have been high on weed. And I got a bag and I put like some sunmaids in it, which are little raisins. <laughs> and what I did is I sprayed a little bit of Pam in there. Uh-huh. And I took popcorn salt and I shook the popcorn salt. And then I sealed the bag up and I shook it up. I shook it up to cover all the raisins with the Pam Uh and the popcorn salt, and I ate it, and it was absolutely insanely good. So my idea for cereal is, oops, all raisins. (laughs) But the raisins are salty. (laughs) Have you ever had salty milk? I said I ate horse milk. I heard that horse milk tasted salty. It's probably better. GBU Discord people, have you ever suckled from a horse? Tell us about it in the comments. Have you ever tasted of a horse's milk? Yeah, get on <laughs> get on our Discord if you want to chat with us. We're usually on there during the daytime, but there's like a hundred there's over a hundred people there now. Get on the Discord. You get instant access when you join patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity. Let us know. That's where we take topic suggestions, and that's where uh, people organize the live listens of our episodes. So check that out. We read books together. There's a book club. Yeah, they organized a book club on there. I'm really proud. I've always 
liked people that like what I do because, you know, we've got that in common. <laughs> but uh, the folks on our Discord are really a, a special group of people. So shouts out. And let us know, have you ever had salty milk raisins? Am I just... And a horse's milk? <laughs> Am I just reinventing the meal by dropping <laughs> dried salty grapes into a bath of a uh, horse's udder juice? <laughs> Where is the horse's udder? I think a horse just has nipples like a cat. Does it? It's a little. No, a horse has two tiny boobs. Oh, look at him. <laughs> Way smaller than you would think. It's like a Barbie boob with a little nipple. Yeah, that's where the horses eat out of when they're baby horses. Yeah, no wonder they grow up to be like that. They don't do fecal pap, though. So did you know that the way that they puff the cereal up, right? Wheat, rice, and shit like that. They do not have the protective covering on it like corn does. And so they pressure cook it in a way that makes it blow up. They're not able to do that to corn because corn has a shell on it, right? How they do it? I didn't know if you knew how, to how they did that. How did they make it do like that? How do they make it do like that? <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> there was Frankenberry cereal. Yeah. You were talking about it. Yeah, I was. There was a problem because in the 70s, the red food coloring they used in that cereal would make kids poop red and then they would end up getting sent to the hospital because their parents thought that they were having intestinal bleeding and then it was called frankenberry stool in medical literature <laughs> imagine if you invented a cereal that had side effects so bad it created a new syndrome <laughs> right right one thing that i liked reading about do you know the reason they have blue raspberry no it's because the red dye that they had to get rid of was the one that they used for raspberry colored stuff. And then when they, when the FDA made them stop using that in food products, they needed another dye to use in order to visually have an association with that flavor. And the red coloring they were using before, they couldn't use anymore. And the other red they used for cherry. And so they ha they started using blue. It just means blue as in, like, not the red one we're not supposed to use. <laughs> <laughs> but so the idea was for marketing purposes, they still had to give, they still had to give it a color. Raspberry had to have a color to it, yeah. I have some kind of blue raspberry sport drink. It just never really occurred to me that it would be blue because of like a 50 or 60 year old FDA regulation that made it illegal <laughs> to have normally colored raspberry sport drink. <laughs> so blueberry. So was that, I never ate any of that stuff. Was that supposed to be blueberry flavored cereal? Mm -hmm. Berry flavored in general. When I was a kid, we never had like exotic cereal selection. Because for a lot of time, when I was a kid, we had, like, Wiccan stuff. Yeah. And we only ever got kicks. Like, that's what the government was passing out back then, anyway. What is kicks? That's the cereal that is, like, tricks, only no flavoring in it. It's just corn balls. Oh, is it related to tricks? I don't know if it is or not, but they rhyme and they look alike. I didn't know that. It's, like, lightly sweetened corn balls. So they wanted to make sure there was no fun for poor children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Just like. <laughs> so the the actual tagline is tricks 
is for privileged kids. <laughs> Interesting. I never thought about that. My, it was always a hard sell. The flavored, colored cereal was always a hard sell to my parents. That's why we always slipped through on the honeycomb because it was vaguely grain flavored. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was largely sugar. <laughs> yeah. They would buy it because they're like, ah, it's yellow. It's, I'm going <laughs> to buy you something red or covered in chocolate. Yeah. Like after we got past the kicks phase of my childhood, then my mom was like, she wouldn't buy anything that had like anything to it. Like she might get raisin bran, maybe. Yeah. Life was always the most popular one though. Was that like the best tasting, healthy looking cereal? Yeah. Basically. And that's why I get, that's what I usually get for Nona. I like to spice it up a little once in a while. I'll get her a box of cinnamon life. Think about it. So what did you learn about cereal today? Reese's Puffs. Surprisingly popular. I guess it makes sense. I mean, they're puffs, so they're crunchy. And I'm assuming chocolate and peanut butter, right? Mm -hmm. Patreon.com slash GarbageBrainUniversity. Sign up and you'll get access to the Discord. You can go into hashtag topic suggestions and type hot cereals, whereupon we will be forced to create an episode only dealing with only hot cereals. <laughs> so <laughs> look forward to that. Hey, if you're listening on your phone, go to podcast.apple.com. Give Garbage Brain University a five-star rating. We haven't said that in a while, but it's worth doing. You should do it. You know, one day you might be crunching your cereal and you might think, Reese's Puffs, the 14th most popular cereal in the world right now. I would give this five stars. Why not give my thing I'm listening to on my phone at work five stars? And then, great idea. It You know, it might just be a star to you, but to us, it's like very important that we get five stars all the time. Because then when people see our podcast, they'll be like, wow, they're great. Think about I, it. You like it. You're this far. Maybe we can get a different township to sponsor us in addition to Harlem Township if you guys would like our stuff more. <laughs> And it's an add-on. We love Harlem Township. It's northeast of the Hoover Dam. As Natalie would say, no, not that Hoover Dam. <laughs> thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you again very soon about, I guess, hot cereal. Bye!